welcome, 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 welcome everybody to another exciting episode of Between the Lines. We have a great weekend packed today to talk about a lot of things. Just finished watching the Liverpool Arsenal game. Great results for Liverpool, an iffy result for Arsenal. When touching on it, Madrid smashing Barcelona 4-0 in the classical. We'll touch on it. Um, the NBA is winding down. If we have time, we could touch on it. And our boy Israel Adesoyan knocking the hell out of, you know, his opponent and his name I can't pronounce properly. But we're going to be touching on that, man. Felt so good. So let me start with you, Folu. Welcome back. What's up? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's good to be back. Um, interesting game today. Sorry, no proper introduction, because I don't know Folu, and I don't even know the club supports. Pardon? Um, no, I was just asking for an introduction. Like, I don't know him, and I don't even know the club supports. Is he a United oh, okay. fan? Okay, oh, okay. I'm, uh, a Liverpool fan. He's a Liverpool fan, yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> so, um, it was it was very, very intense game. And uh, they didn't raise the intensity in the first half. And then it was just poor covering... Um, closing up and all of that, but in the second half it was it was wonderful and um much impressive. But well, I think there's a lot they can, you know, get from that match and then try and you know, move forward. But well, pretty decent in the second half. Um, Salah's chances, I don't know. The confidence, I think, for the time. I'm sorry, but... is this the fasting? <laughs> it's the fasting, no. <laughs> so maybe that's one of the issues, but. Well, I'm happy that. But, but a certain Benzema is fasting and scored a hat trick in Cameroon. Ramadan Karim. Benzema broke his fast though. <laughs> 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 he did so. But this this end game, I think the draw is just fine for both teams. You guys should have oh, okay. done better, honestly. Hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, Lisa, what's up? <laughs> okay, so about the Liverpool game, right? No, no, oh, no. About my tweeting. weekend. Right, right. Oh, yeah. oh great weekend. Fantastic weekend. Like, it couldn't have gone any better. But I wish that Liverpool had won that game today, right? They did turn up in the second half. They just couldn't finish the job. But good game, like... Very, very. I'm. It's so glad to be here. You know, back in the studio. Studio, really. Well, watcher. Well, well, with you guys, yeah. So, yeah. Nice weekend. Ramsey. Okay, it's been a, it's been an amazing week. To be very, very honest, I um, work choke a little bit, and then I may have found the love of my life too. But then on football front, uh, it's also a very wonderful weekend. Uh, so earlier today, yeah. A certain uh, someone, a football fan, uh, a football fan, had been on my phone from uh, the person who woke me up with this, expecting Liverpool to beat Arsenal. And in all honesty, in all honesty, as a very honest man that I am, I never thought that Arsenal would go to Anfield and pick three points. In all honesty, I never, I didn't expect it. And I will not come here and start bragging that. No, I didn't expect it. Not because I 
didn't think Arsenal was good enough to pick a point at Anfield. But because I know that Liverpool can be fumbling and wobbling anywhere else, but when it comes to Anfield, they're a different kind of animal. Like, I know that for free, and I will not come here now and start saying otherwise. So, but when the game started, and Arsenal... Uh, Arsenal was on the ascendancy. It's your weekend they were asking you for Ramsey, not I the And then, yeah. the expecting a win for Liverpool will still not even allow me to talk. It's strange because the person is now coming back dancing around. The same person that went to Anfield and considered seven in broad daylight. Uh, you know, see, they don't sell <laughs> they don't in daylight. In court shame. They don't sell in the market. They don't. They don't sell in the market. Analyze your weekend, boss. No, the carriers go stories. No, just have stories that are We don't need it. I don't need to remind you of the seven. Yeah, I don't need to really. But then, uh, in all honesty, I, I'll say I'm a little bit disappointed going two up and then uh, dropping points at the end of the day. But if anyone had handed me one point before the game started, I would have grabbed it with two hands and with my one and a half legs. What because the difference between one and zero? The difference. So the difference between one and zero is the fact that Newcastle is above Manchester United on goal difference. So if you have one, not zero, you'll be third, not fourth. That's the difference. That's going be your fault. It's fine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm good. I'm good. There was a lot of uh, football this weekend. Um, yeah, a lot of Premier League action. Even outside of the of the obviously the Liverpool Arsenal game, there were some some interesting games yesterday, Saturday. Obviously, you'd watched the Napoli game. Madrid played against Villarreal, which was a cracking game, three three. Um, so yeah, just a lot of of, of um, three two. Yeah. Sorry, three, three two. two. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> I didn't even know why I said three. Two. This draw that is in my mind. That's why I said three three three. No, it was uh, it was three two. Villarreal won. And uh, but yeah, just in general, just a lot of football being played over the weekend, and yeah. Excited to to um to dig into it. Okay. Uh so um Olash, I can please run through some of the results from midweek. Yeah, so midweek games, because of the number of games that they were over the weekend, I'll try and keep the midweek games brief because there were a lot of cup games uh on the continent. You know, uh Germany had their DFB Cup, uh Italy had Copa Italia, um uh, Spain had Copa del Rey. But yeah, I'll just I'll just run through them real quick. So in the Premier League as well, during the week, Chelsea drew with Liverpool 0-0. Then going on to the, the second midweek game, United beat Brentford 1-0. Uh, Newcastle beats West Ham 5-1. And then the Copa del Rey, uh, which I, I believe everybody would have seen by now. Madrid beats Barcelona 4-0 at the at the at the Camp Nou. Um and yeah, that's uh Madrid now is in the Copa del Rey final. I'll just quickly fast forward to the, the weekend games. So I'll start from uh, Italy, which was the game played on Friday. Napoli beats Lecce 2-1. Uh, yeah, getting back on their winning run that they've... Uh, or back to winning ways after they lost, I think it was last week to AC Milan 4-0. Yeah, that was the one last week. So then they're back to winning ways. Uh, today, back to the Premier League. United beats... Uh, yesterday, United beats Everton 2-0. Um... Newcastle quietly, quietly going about their business. Beat Brentford two one. Uh, Tottenham beats Brighton two one, which I, I I'm sure we'll get into in in terms of like the VAR decisions and stuff like that. Uh, but they were able to get a win there. Uh, Tottenham. Uh, Wolves beats Chelsea one nil. Surprisingly, well, or unsurprisingly, I suppose. Uh, Southampton lost to Manchester City four one. 
And then the uh, uh, La Liga game that I was talking about, Madrid lost at home to Villarreal uh, 3-2. Uh, Chukweze gets in two goals there, two very good goals, actually. Um, yeah, good, good, good showing for, for him and for the Villarreal team. And then last but not the least today, the Premier League uh, leads lost to Crystal Palace 5-1 under the, the tutelage of, of Roy Hodgson again. Um, uh, Arsenal drew with Liverpool 2-2. And uh, yeah, that's that's about it. I think that's enough results for us to to dissect fully. So yeah, we can we can get into some of them. Lazio beat Juve two one. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. Okay. Let's let's. I'll start with the I'll start with the classical. Um, it was a very good result for Real Madrid. I was thoroughly impressed. Um, oh, you mean for Villarreal? No, no, I'm, I said starting with the classical, that Copa de Rey. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Real Madrid and Barcelona. It was a very good game. Um, Barcelona were, I won't say they were in the game. I think they played better than um, than, Bas- um, than Real Madrid for the first maybe 30 minutes, 35 minutes. But they really do, they, they really weren't taking their chances. And uh, and if you if you allow Real Madrid to especially in cup tournaments if you allow them to you give them a you know a drop of water they will come out, come back and kill you and that's exactly what happened and then the route started and and Cruz and Modric and Valverde uh, just ran ran riot and Kamavinga was an absolute beast and then the funny thing is after you know of course Benzema scores a hat-trick which was the first hat-trick scored by Real Madrid player since Ferenc Puskas in the 1950s or 60s. So that's such a crazy start line. Big up to them. So they are now in the finals of the Copa del Rey. They've not won the Copa del Rey in the last nine years. And then, true to Madrid, the very next game at home to Villarreal, yes, Ancelotti makes tons of changes. But Chukwese decides to run run riots. But it's not really about Chukwese running riots, which he did very well. Um, I, I would mention that Kike Setien did something that was really nice tactically. And was he removed that young kid. Uh, geez, I'm trying to remember his name. And brought in uh, Manuel Trigueros. And then all of a sudden, Chukwese and... Um, um, Jeremy Pino, where and then of course a bit of Baena had now started rotating more, and Chukwese was getting more central because Manu Trigueros tried to, you know, um, lock down that right or left, yeah, the left hand side of Madrid and lock it down because he's more of a midfielder, and of course this guy was struggling. Foyt was struggling against um, um, Vinicius because the guy kept beating him, he kept fouling him and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, he had enough time and space to be able to do his trick. Of If you see that first goal, man, that is proper cold-out football. That's in that body faint. Left um, Nacho for dead and he finished up the chance. And of course, scored a, a great goal for the second, to, to win the game in the last... I don't know, five, seven minutes. Um, Ramsey, your take on those two games. Okay, so, uh, well, for the El Clasico, I think I expected that Barcelona already uh, treated by uh, Real Madrid 
like second citizen too much this season. So I expected a reaction from Real Madrid and then they got the upper hand there. But for the game uh, this weekend against Villarreal, when they were leading 2-1, they took out Benzema and then they were trying to manage the game ahead of the game against Chelsea. Uh, the game against Chelsea, the, the Chelsea game, Chelsea rested Kante and Chiwell ahead of the game against Real Madrid. So it's a poker game. But I didn't expect Villarreal to come out at them like that. And they didn't manage the game very well. And they suffered for it. These things happened. But in the context of the La Liga, Real Madrid know for free that they cannot win the league anymore. So it's just about sealing that second spot and focusing on the Champions League. So the results didn't surprise me. I didn't, I, I didn't expect more from them after then because uh, they pulled the handbrake and then they started defending. Chukwese was saw his period that day and decided to like, okay, I want to show <laughs> things that he didn't show for spy goals when they played against uh, those carpenters that beat them in Abuja. So, like, I'm really not impressed. And because of that, I'll still not say that. Well, you know, Manchester United are lacking... Uh, forward players, apart from the one that is now injured now. So they can buy Chico with it. So he plays well once in six weeks. So is that kind of player, actually. Because they are now talking about Masia. It's the fact the that United is rent free in your head. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, so as we were saying, uh, well, I, I didn't expect too much from Real Madrid because I know that they are focusing on the Champions League, where they're going to play Chelsea and uh, it's their professionalism, their competence against the fate that Chelsea is pushing. Because sometime in 2012, they fired a coach, they had one Baldi that won them the Champions League and then again, recently they fired another one, they hired Tuko that won them the Champions League and so now they fired Potter, they fired their machinery that so they are, they are banking on fate, history, whatever it is they call it. And then they want to play against a team that is called Real Madrid. So let's see how that is going to play out. I'm not really surprised about Valerie beating Real Madrid from 2-1 down. No, I'm not surprised. No, I'm not. Okay. Uh, we forgot to mention that... Uh, uh, yeah, we mentioned it last week when we were recording when Potter got sacked. But uh, Lampard took over, you know, during the midweek. After... I think that's what we should be talking about, actually. Okay. That's what we should be discussing. That's not that is what we should be discussing. Yeah, yeah. As in why before we go to the other games, why would why would why would Chelsea go back to their vomits? Because he 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 didn't do very well in Chelsea. I think and... it's a safe option. I think mm-hmm. it's it's you can call it cowardice, but it's, I think it's a safe option, which is not intelligent for me. I think it's what do you mean by safe? What do you mean I, by safe? Lampard is a club legend that, trust me, I've heard from a lot of Chelsea fans that feel that, oh, okay, they will take him. He's one of their own. I'm an Arsenal fan. If anything happens to Arteta today, an Arsenal signs on Henri. In a way, I feel like, well, he's one of our own. See, don't also always forget that the way we follow these clubs, they hired him not because they think he can do any magic. No. They just hired someone that is going to make uh, that's going to uh, cushion the effect of them saying, you know, when they came in, when this uh, Boli and his consortium, when they came in, they said that this is different from the regime that left, that they also want to try a project and it's going to take time. They know it's going to take time, but they realized that Potter is not going anywhere. And then they fired Potter and then they know that a lot of people are going to revolt. 
not like those people can do anything about it anyways. They don't run the club. They don't own the club. They're just fans. It's just about the passion for them. It's not their money that they're investing in the club. But they, they hired this guy thinking that he's one of their own. And uh, when you're angry, you still remember that. Well, it's one of us that's at the helm. So let's see what he's going to do. He loves the club. He's a part of the club. He has the club DNA. And then he should be able to do something. He's not going to make a decision that's going to hurt the club, which I totally believe. I don't think Lampard is one is, is is a great coach, no. But I know that he has the interest of the club at heart. But why not hire a substantive manager and let him wobble, fumble, understand the club, integrate, bedding into the team until the end of the season, have a full preseason, and then come all out next season? Why not do that? I don't think it's a smart decision. I no, don't no. think it's a decision. But I no, feel, no. I'll tell you that I can understand why they did what they did. It doesn't make any bit of sense to me, but I can understand why they did it, really. It was just like uh, when, I'm sorry I have to reference them again. It was just like when you hired Ole Gunnar It was a right decision. Of course, I saw this coming already. Ah, well, again, it was a decision they had to make at that time. And it worked for that season. It worked for the next season, but... Well, they are where they are now. Well, it is what it is. But I can understand for Chelsea why they did what they did. Not like it was the right decision, but in a way, they had their reasons for doing it, which I can understand. Not like I agree, but I understand why they did what they did. That's it. Uh, okay. Uh, Fulu, you wanted to say something? Oh, um, I think the main problem is they didn't really plan for a new coach before sacking because um, some of the top class coaches are heading a team and the ones that are free um, I, I don't think they approach them because the there's no point I'm, I'm sorry for you, I'm really really sorry for you, I, I left this out, I'm very sorry uh, they wanted Nagelsmann they interviewed Nagelsmann but Nagelsmann said he would rather wait until the end of the season because he didn't think they are going to be in the Champions League next season, so they have Lampard down to the end of the season to see if they are going to win the Champions League or miraculously they are going to make Champions League places. Nagelsmann will not coach them if they are not in the Champions League. Luz Enrique gave them the same uh, terms. Explaining the situation. So, of wait, course, wait, the ones that are free, them terms. the ones that are free are not available until the end of the season, but they actually okay. made a coach. So, Lampard just seems to be someone that can that was just available for them until the end of the season because definitely he's not staying. No matter what he does, he's not staying next season. So they just wanted someone that will be there and then by next season they get the guy that they want. So, but I kind of get what understand what you mean by it's like the safe option, but mm, I, they just wanted Potter out like immediately without planning the next stage. Or maybe the plans are for the next season and not now. But, but... We just hope that um, the love that he has can help. Um, but <laughs> I, don't think I don't think it's good enough to do anything. But I think at this point in time, Chelsea fans and the owners will just accept anything that comes out. So far, they are not in the bottom half of the table. Yeah. They are in the bottom half. Hey, you want by the end of the there? season. By the end of the season. Oh, okay. okay. Hey, why, I thought you wanted to say something quickly on this. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, I, I think, I, I don't understand what uh, he was trying to say was Lucho's demand. Because he said uh, Lucho's demand was Champions League football. Uh, 
I don't think anyone is going to demand Chelsea playing Champions League football next season. It's not reasonable because Chelsea will not play Champions League football next season. So, but when you say, oh, Lucho wants them to be in the Champions League before, sorry, Lucho is Luis Enrique. Uh, I don't think that's correct. I think uh, Lucho is the kind of manager that he won't, he won't take a club. Uh, he's not going to take a club simply because of money. So, He's sort of the kind of manager that wants to have a project all the time. So he needs to buy into the project. And what's the Chelsea project right now? You've got 35 players. Uh, you need to offload maybe 10 of them. And then how much does the new manager have to spend? Uh, from the Lampard angle, Chelsea don't have a striker. That's just it. No matter who, who coaches Chelsea right now, Chelsea are going to struggle because they not they don't have a clinical striker. Uh, I think all season the only strikers they've had uh, Broha and uh, Aubameyang. Broha has been injured since I think he got injured in October or something. For the rest of yeah, but Fofana is pretty raw. He's young. I think he's nineteen or something. So I don't think. What have but they refused to give Obama Young a proven goal scorer, especially in the Premier League, a run of games. They've given Kai Havertz to be fair. To, to be fair, we, we, we need to look at something. Who, who signed Obama Young? Was it was it Potter or was it uh, Bully? It was Tuchel. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the, whoever signed him didn't give him didn't didn't have time to give him a chance, and when Potter came in. He probably saw. I mean, let's be fair. Aubameyang is cooked. Aubameyang spent a year on on the Arsenal bench before he went to Barcelona. So, let's be fair. He's cooked. He's not good enough. So, but he would offer more, at least I don't know, presence than. than I don't think. I, don't, I honestly don't think so. Oh, and Kayavat. I don't think so. Because they are because they are playing Kai Havertz not in his right position. I'm sorry about. Um, I don't think I, I don't think Aubameyang. Why Havertz? I said he can play that position. I, I don't I don't believe Aubameyang is going to do better than um, Kai Havertz in that position in Chelsea right now. He can because Aubameyang will not see chances that Havertz is and spawn them. I think he can do better. Well, will he will he be will he be in those positions? That's another problem. <laughs> So it, you get you no. Know, sometimes we see chances that strikers miss, and we just think, oh, if someone else is there; it's gonna, not going to miss them. But sometimes you need to know. Perhaps the striker we, we're rooting for will probably not even be in that position. Anyway, that that that's what I feel. I, I just think Chelsea's case is just a, a sorry one. It, no matter who they hire, they're not going to do well until they get a striker, and that striker is not Bomeyang. Uh, it's not uh, uh, whoever. I think they just need to go out and buy a new striker. There are lots of strikers oh. out there. I mean, yeah, there's Goncalo, Goncalo, Ramos. There are many strikers they can sign. But personally, yeah, I think his career, Abby. <laughs> personally, I think I think it's going to be Lucho. Personally. Uh, the the corner of Chelsea has his, has his soft spot for Nagelsmann. So 
it's between Nagusman and Lutro, but I think I think Lutro. Yeah, they had a soft spot for Potter too about ten minutes ago. So no, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying whoever the eye is not going to get, get sacked after six months. I, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I feel they're gonna the person they're gonna hire is Luis Enrique. So that's just what I feel. But Luis Enrique comes with lots of baggage. Uh, is is a very prickly character. He gets really up. Offended by, he can get offended. You know, he can find something wrong in a bouquet of flowers. That's the kind of person he is. So he, he can come and say, "Oh, I don't want Badiashio. Uh, I don't want Mudik," and, and that would cause problems for Chelsea. So I, I, I don't know. Chelsea are in such a horrible state. Okay. All right. So let's um, let's shift and let's talk about. Let's talk about Man U. Uh, Lisa is, is raring to go. You guys won this week, 2-0. Um, and then and then Rashford gets injured and your manager is absolutely angry about the whole situation. Man U. Sina Man U. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, it was a good uh, was a good one. Um <clears throat> after losing to Newcastle. We couldn't even create chances in that game. Uh, I was looking at the fact that, you know, we take on Brentford and then Everton. And we know how Everton took out, how difficult those guys can be, especially when they are being coached with a, you know, somebody like Sean Dice. Like that guy can pack the bus from now to tomorrow. So, yeah, it was a good um, it was a good game. You know, the win against Brentford. Yeah, it was good. But I really, um, I would have wanted us to score more goals in that game. You know, try to build our goal defence. Uh, but um, I mean, one goal was enough. I mean, he got us three points. So, um, let me quickly analyze. Sorry, analyze the Everton game. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was a home game. I was really confident that we we're going to win it because oh. I mean, at, at Old Trafford, we've been doing, we've been winning games. Oh, and I think, sorry, who is that? Okay, okay. so um. The only game that we failed to win this season, I think, was that Brighton game. I think that was like our first game this season. That was um at um Old Trafford. So ever since then, I think we've won all our games. We've drawn a couple, but we've won more, a whole lot more than you know we've we've only lost one. So yeah, um, I was worried for the lineup. I mean, the Sabitza and the McTominay combination. It wasn't so great against Brentford, and then I saw the Maguire Maguire too in the lineup. And then he 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 made me worried. Like I was worried for us, you know, seeing Maguire starting that game. And then I saw Sancho. I was like, okay, Sancho did great against Brentford. So, so I was expecting I replicate that same form against Everton, and he did. Um, yeah, I was also happy to see Wambisaka back in the lineup. And see, um, this guy Malasia, he doesn't. People don't hype him enough but this guy is a perfect replacement like we bought we bought we got him for like what 15 17 um million that's should i say euros yeah i think yeah we got him for so much less but that guy is so like he puts in the work he's so hard working he fights for every ball you know he he tries as much as possible to make to let players not run past him that's the kind of player he is and he's a good he's been good deputizing for Luxor. I'm not even going to lie about this, you know. And yeah, we also recorded 21 goals in a single half, I think. Uh, anyway, right? Uh, you mean go at uh, him? Chances. 
Yeah, go attack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. one goes in a single so, half. No, goal yes. attempt. Goal attempt. In yeah, in a single half That's goal it. attempt. You understand? What I'm saying. Yeah, how many did you score from that? How many did you score from that? It's not your business. So, like I was saying. I don't think anyone has ever, you know, recorded even the same Arsenal couldn't be this ever thing. Like they couldn't. But we did it. We made it look so easy. You know, having to play with a McTominay and Sabita in our midfield and we dominated these guys. If you see the, with that first half, we had so many chances to score. The one that um Wambisaka, all he had to do, that rebound, all he had to do was put inside the ball, he couldn't do it. Is it the one that Rashford missed? A Pickford was just so good in that game. I'll I'll give him the man of the match in that game. I'm, he was so good. Like he he kept ever like Everton should have considered more. He was one that even reduced it to two zero. Yeah, he was. And I'm so happy that uh, Marshall is back. He was able to get a goal. So so happy. And yeah, about Rashford. Yeah, he's injured. But see, me, I'm elated that you know it was when everything and Marshall got back. That was when you know Rashford got injured. I know that the um our coach came out to complain about the run of games that we've been having. Yeah, I see his point because a lot of persons have been asking, oh, why wasn't he subbed off after you know we was he after the second goal? What I don't, maybe that was a question people a lot of persons have been asking. But he said that you know. Marshall was just coming back. So he needed um Rashford to kind of be there, you know, to I don't know, make uh, Marshall. I don't know the explanation the coach gave, but it did make sense at the time. Yeah, we've been playing so many games and he also complained about the fact that we've been having a okay, we'll have early kickoffs and then we'll now play the last game on Sundays that the players will not have enough time to recover. Yeah, he said all of this. I mean, all coaches will come out to say this. It's normal. Nobody should come and beef ten out, please. He has the right to say these things. We are the only ones right now, almost like we've started all the competitions. We were able to win one and we are still in three, like three months. Okay, sorry, two. I mean, we're not winning the Premier League anyways, but we're still officially in the other two competitions. And that's a good one. I mean, I'm going to give him his flowers any day, anytime. I don't care what it is. I don't care if people come here and say, oh, your, te- your coach is always complaining. But these are the facts. You cannot make us be playing early kickoffs and then give us late games on Sundays. It doesn't make sense. So my coach has come out to address and clear this. It was a very good game for United fans. Like I watched that game and I was, you know, I was mesmerized with the way we dominated, you know, in the midfield, even with Sabita. It was like Maxomin was actually he played well. I'm not even going to lie. But I, I'm just glad that, you know, Casimir will be back and you know everything will go back to normal. And yeah, we'll see good football. Very good football. Good thing that our fixtures, like the ones that we have ahead of us, they're not really, who do we have? We're not playing City, we've already played. Who do we have? Who are the difficult um, teams we're facing? Only Brighton. That's the one I can speak of right now. But every other person, all I see is win, win, win. Yeah, so thank you. All right, all right. Um, um, Before we go into the, the main match of today, what's wrong with, um, what's wrong with Premier League referees? Uh boy, I'd, it's a it's a it's a funny one because obviously okay, so this was uh I, I would imagine you're talking about the the Tottenham Brighton game and and um I was watching it and it's like the thing about VR and and, and the discourse around VR is that it's it's so I'm looking for the word here. It's so moot because VR like at the at the base of it is is just is just cameras. 
So okay, so in the past, like there was there was um, you know, you have you have football and you have like uh games and you have referee error and you kind of factor that into what's going to happen. You say okay, like this referee is going to make a mistake and then you know you have situations whereby uh the referee error kind of becomes like folklore. So you have the 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 Maradona hand of God thing and it just becomes stuff that you talk about. But technology over the past couple of years has kind of like come to uh mitigate that to a certain extent. So they had the, the first of all started with goal, goal line technology to address the most important thing, which is like you know, registering when goals happen. And then now they've gone to okay, like how can we register, you know, big stuff like uh offsides, red cards, foul play, that kind of thing. And they just said, okay, cool, let's just let's just get cameras around the 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 stadium and just watch when when wh- whatever happens. And yet in the Premier League, it's still been uh, utilized very poorly, and I think my, my brother saw this today. You saw it like the the visual of um the the Premier League referees' wages in comparison to to other leagues, and Premier League referees get paid the least. I think it's one thousand uh six hundred pounds a game and something like that. And personally, I I I I think I quoted that tweet and I said there's a there's a very strong correlation between how much referees get paid and the public perception of of the the, the, the standard of referee yeah the quality of refereeing in, in that league because Premier League referees get paid the least and you have a pro, you have a situation whereby qualified people don't want to do the job because it's like well I mean I'm not I'm not trying to get paid what thirty six thousand pounds a year to, to do this high pressure job so you're you're kind of you know not getting the the best people to do it and then that's what you see in in games like this it is a very funny one because for me I kind of wrap my head around it it's just People are just there to watch video and to make right calls, and they still cannot do it. And it's even more important because as the game gets, you know, more, more, um, you know, sports is is developing, football is developing, it's getting more international. The prices are getting more uh, prestigious. You know, the mistakes are so so important that you can you just cannot do it. Like for example, the the Brighton the Brighton guys yeah, yesterday they didn't get the penalty. We, you don't know if they could have they could have won the game or not, but. Now Brighton is 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 their eighth or so or, or, or something like that. They could have been I don't know sixth, seventh, and then closer to Champions League places. And then that could be the the difference between them getting some grand you know European revenue or not. So I think the Premier League like issued um Brighton an apology from the or not the Premier League the PGM the the referee referee guild kind of issued them an apology and it was Howard Webb kind of saying oh. Yeah, it's it's we we know that this was this was a, a poor call, but it's it's almost it's 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 unacceptable just because of what I mentioned before the 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 price of the the price of success in football and especially in English football has become like way too large for there to be errors and you you could have said that so if it was I don't know twenty years ago with the money that there is in football now but with no with no referees you could say oh well i mean it's human error you kind of factor it into the game it should even out over the the course of the season but it's like i said at the beginning it's it's mind-boggling because the whole thing of vr is there's just people watching video and it's left for them to okay look at the video and then decide um okay this is this is an incident that has occurred Let's take a look at it and let's come to a conclusion. If you cannot do that, then it, it's uh, what um, you know. Players come out after after interviews and and they are very perplexed. And then you you run into a risk of of not just you know disappointing the players, but also 
creating a situation whereby the players, and this is the worst thing that can happen in sports really for me, is when the players start thinking that there, there is no points, like there is some form of conspiracy against them and it's not it's not a fair, it's not fair competition. And then that's just what you cannot have in sports. And for this to be happening in the Premier League week after week after week, and you have, you know, Demos Gallagher coming out to say, oh, yeah, yeah, this this was a clear and obvious, or oh, he wasn't a clear and obvious, whatever, whatever this, this guy says. It's... For me, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous, and it's not just it's not just Brighton over the weekend. It's every team has had it. Chelsea have had it. Obviously, Arsenal have had it. They're, they're I think we're the only team that's had two um, referee apologies for the one against the United. With oh, we shouldn't have called it back for for the Ericsson one. But you know that that one is even subjective because it's a it's a foul, and then somebody regards it as not a foul. The one about the Brentford one that they didn't draw the lines. If Arsenal don't win the league, and or, or rather, if they lose the league to two points or by two points, it will come down to those those two points. And it's like, well, that's not that's not down to us. It can you can never have a situation whereby sports is being played and the results are being decided by not the players on the pitch, but you know some third party officials. That's for me. It's bringing the, as somebody said, it's bringing the game into into disrepute, and it's 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 very disappointing. Oh, all right, I like that. I like that. Um, let's 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 segue to the Liverpool um the Liverpool Arsenal game. Um. Oh, okay, Foley's not here, but I just want to say that um concerning that game, it was just was was it a game of two halves or or Arsenal didn't play well enough to find the third goal or Ateta's poor in um in um in-game substitutions, not reading the game properly, you know, because I think that's one of Achilles' you know, He prepares very well for the game, but his ability to, you know, change, read and stuff was, wasn't there, you know. Proud to this guy conceding, uh, proud to Arsenal conceding the second goal, I, I, that's my own feeling. I thought this guy would have come off. That's Zinchenko in the last maybe 10 minutes or 15 minutes. He should have come off and then Tien is a far better, he's a more robust defender. He's a defender, he's a proper defender. And I think that he could have done better for that chance. But Liverpool deserve not to draw that game. Probably they deserve to win it. You know, Salah has missed his last, I don't know, two penalties, I think. Um, he probably might need to tweak his, his running up style a little bit. Um, but, but, they, but they did well. They did well. Arsenal did well. Liverpool did well, and it was a great game. It was, I, I think it will go down as maybe a classic, maybe almost as good as the four-four a couple of seasons ago. Nah. ago. nah, not as good as the four-four. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't as good as four-four. But I mean, a, a great game nonetheless. I think uh, Arsenal, Arsenal were good in the first what thirty minutes, and. From when Liverpool equalised to the end of the game, I think Liverpool were the better side. As expected, they were home. So, I think uh, Arsenal probably expected Liverpool to have more possession and they intended to hit Liverpool on the break, which that would have been the normal tactics for any normal manager. So, I, I won't blame Arteta for that. But they got away with it, really, because uh, Liverpool lost a penalty. Uh, Konate missed the sitter in injury time. So I think um, if you look at that, I mean, I think Arsenal, Arsenal got away with the point. Really, they they, they could easily have lost that game. Uh, but um, 
I'll let Arsenal fans mourn their loss. Let me just say. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. So I, I don't know what Arsenal is mourning, actually. I really don't know what Arsenal is mourning, in all honesty. If you have the mentality of the champion, you should feel bad, like I feel right now, that Arsenal didn't come out with three points. But again, if anyone had handed me a point before that game started, I would have grabbed it with both hands. Not because we're not good enough, but because I know that your position on the day, there's this thing about them and their home ground. As poor as they've been this season, they beat Manchester City at Anfield 1 0. Uh, at the point that Manchester United went to Old Trafford, went to Anfield, Manu was, was on form. Manu was, was, they picked up already and then they were picking points around there. And then I expected United to at least get a point from Anfield, but it didn't happen. Yeah, things can things can happen the way it happened. Then, well, okay. So look at it from this oh, angle yeah, the again. Table look at remind me again. What did you say again? I know you won't have. You shouldn't be covering yourself. You shouldn't. You shouldn't be covering yourself. You are the leader. I don't know why he always does this. Really, because you are you are in a tight relationship with City, right? And you've and you dropped two points. points. Wait, wait, wait. You dropped two points. What about them? You're not listening. You're not listening. Listen, you've dropped two points. I'm on top of the table with six points. It, I'm six it doesn't. Points. You're, you're not getting. You listen, if at the end of the season, if at the end of the season you finish second place, there's no difference between you and fourth. I hope you know that. That's what that's I'm like, saying. That's why I don't I don't get why you keep saying, oh, I'm topping it there. But if, if at the end of the season you don't win the title, you don't also, have any bragging rights. You don't. This is the first time this season that I'm going to come because out. Because you see. dropped out, you dropped out of other leagues for this, so you have to win it. And if you don't, this is, well, this is the first time I'm going to be saying this on the evidence of what I saw today at Anfield. I am sticking my neck out to tell you that Arsenal is going to win the Premier League this season. <laughs> And uh, and uh, and uh, based you on what you based on what he saw at Anfield, based on what he saw at Anfield, that's the ridiculous part. Based on what he saw at Anfield, what did you see at Anfield? I saw Arsenal. I saw Arsenal. Like I don't expect you to actually come here and be objective because I'm being objective. I've been on this show for the past for the past one month saying that Arsenal will win the league. No, no, no. Am I not be look? I'm Ramsey. I might not be objective when we talk off the show, but on this show I'm quite objective, and I've I've said it for the past one month. The next point I'm about to raise is going to show me whether you're objective or not. So I wait, saw what, the game wait, to and through the 90 minutes of half action. Ramsey, I want you to tell me about the referee. Ramsey, Ramsey, the referee. Let me, Ramsey, let me tell you something. At the end of the game, you said you saw something at, at Anfield that made you feel you were going to win the league. Did you see what happened after after the referee blew the whistle? Your wow. players were on the your players were on the floor. Crest falling. You know that, right? Because they know, they know, they know what is coming. They know what is coming. They know what is coming. And they know, look. I was indignating that it wasn't 15. That they can still manage seven goals. That, oh, is it just seven? We're fine. Come on. Okay, so back to what matters. Back to what matters. Continue, continue. Ramsey, yeah, so Arsenal was 2-0 up and then uh, we lost the two-goal lead and uh, we settled for a point. 
And again, I'm saying that it is not mediocrity. I'll take the one point. It's one point forward. Because uh, for the last how many games uh, since 2012, Arsenal has always suffered at Anfield. So it's a mentality block that they broke today. And then when we consider the, uh, the uh, when they asked the deficits, that was when the problem started. In a way, I'll say that maybe we didn't manage the game as best as we could because Zinchenko could have been off for TNE. And then the second goal he scored from uh, TA Zangu was a Zinchenko F, uh, error. That's why I was crying on the bench. Not like when they removed uh, Lissandro Martinez and he was celebrating on the bench when he considered seven. So looking at that again, I'll say that I enjoyed the game because, like I said, before the game, uh, I was expecting the best result to be a draw. And then when we got a draw, like, oh, we could have won this game. But again, Arsenal could easily have lost. Liverpool missed a lot of chances at the end. Uh, Ramsdale came through for Arsenal. But at the same time, I'm going to tell you, I don't need you to agree. The referee was not fair. 50-50, all, every single 50-50 challenge went Liverpool's way. Home ground, I can understand. But then the penalty should never have been a penalty. It was a coming together. I know. It was I, a pen. It was a pen. He kicked I the back of his leg. What? Did you, did you, did you just say that was not a penalty? Are you joking? I don't expect you to agree. Uh, what do you mean you don't expect me to agree? How can you say that that's not a penalty? Are you joking? There's no way in hell that was a penalty. No way in hell that was a penalty. Are you joking right now? I'm not joking. That was not a penalty. He didn't even look at it twice. He pointed at the spot. How can you say that was a penalty? Are you for real? It was not a penalty. That was not a penalty. I was that. If that was against Manchester United, ah, that's no. why like... stop talking about Manchester United. That was a penalty. Simple. Leave Manchester United. Leave Manchester United out of this. We had a clear penalty against Southampton. That was not, that was not given to us. Even, you keep talking about Manchester United. Not even the scheme of things. That's why that's not drawing today. They are still. Why are you talking about Manchester United? I don't get it. Arsenal must lose five consecutive games before you can catch us. Okay, so back to the situation. Uh, I thought you were. I thought you were before you went to Anfield. What changed? Where you want to put us there? We were never uh, in it. Okay. So, uh, back to what matters. Uh, I think that uh, the race is on now. So advantage is still with Arsenal. It still has not started to lose. If they come true, it still has not started to lose. So they have it in their hands, and uh, if they want it, this is the time for them to show it. Uh, when, if you ever want to be the best, you have to beat the best. If you want to uh, win the title at, at the end of the season, this is time for you to show it. You have worked hard all season long, and then uh, this is the point where you have to show us that you want to win the title. They still have to go to St. Jesus Park. They still have to go to uh, Etihad. Uh, Brighton is coming to the Emirates. They are not a small fry anymore. They are very brave. They are fearless. Uh, apart from what the referee did to them yesterday, they could have beaten Newcastle. And then, all okay, those tiny, tiny, all those tiny, tiny small shapes. You can be looking at Etihad. You can be looking at uh, Brighton. You can be looking at Newcastle. And then you play Southampton and you draw points. The Premier League can be really, really funny. So there is no way in Hell City will win all their remaining matches. No. And Arsenal will not win their remaining matches. But then, this you is the more difficult where... fixtures than City, though. Yeah, definitely. This is the point where 
this is the point where you go yeah, get to yeah, yeah, study. Yeah, I think that okay. It's not about it's okay. not about how difficult the the running is actually. It's about how much you want it. That is it. Because if you want to beat the best, you have to beat the best. And if you do not buy the ticket, you cannot win the lottery. So Arsenal deserves where they are right now. Where the club is right now, or rather, where Arsenal is right now, Arsenal deserves it as a club. The, uh, we'll the see club about deserves that. It. We'll see about So, and then where others are too, I think they deserve it. The uh, momentary title contenders, they also deserve where they are now, fighting for top four. Very free, so, my brother. Can I just can I just can I can I just add something real quick? I think um uh the but like in the in the first half, I think we're definitely like clearly better. We uh we kept our foot on the ball, party, maybe not as much party, but Zinchenko, Party, uh perhaps Odiga Jaka, they were you know keeping the ball around, whatever. And obviously we we go up to zero. And at that point, it's like, okay, yeah, it's two zero. Um it's not gonna be easy. But it's like we're clearly the better team. Get a third goal, kill it off. You know, as Ateta says, to two hundred thousand passes and just you know, load the game to to a comfortable three zero three one win, whatever. But I think in the second, not even in the second half. I think it was on the forty first minute when there was like the coming together of uh, Xhaka and um, and uh, Trent. Obviously, I think it's after the fact you can you can mention it, but I think there's something to be said about the fact that. You know when they come, they came together at that, at that period. Like you know, obviously the Anfield crowd decided getting hyped and whatever, and the momentum like kind of changed. And they got the second goal. They got their 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 first goal back, the the Salah goal. And then they're going into the second half kind of on the front foot. And then when they come out for the second half, I think this is where Ateta, as you mentioned, like this is where Ateta kind of needs to earn his stripes more. I mean, he's this is what his fourth year as manager, third year, fourth year, whatever. He's still young. He's, he's just 41. But I think he lost the game there because he just completely... I don't know if it, maybe it's him that told the players to do so or it's uh, it, it's the Anfield crowd that kind of swallowed the players up, but they just completely sat off, like, totally. And uh, uh, Ramsey, you were talking about you you you, you didn't expect to come to, to Liverpool to win. That would be true, not with this midfield. It was a midfield of Fabinho, Henderson, and, and Curtis Jones. At the very least... You're, you're better centrally than them, except when Thiago comes on. That kind of evens it up. I think you're being disrespectful. I think no, you're no, being disrespectful. No, I'm not. No, I'm. 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 I'm just. I'm just going off. I'm just going off. I'm just. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm just going off what we've seen. Okay, but then Liverpool at Anfield, Curtis Jones would look to you like Zidane. Trust me. Yeah, I know no, what I'm, I'm saying. Just, I'm just going off. I'm just going off of what happened this season. When Manchester City was at. At, at Anfield, when United was at Anfield, when other teams were at Anfield. No, what, what he's saying is, one is what he's saying is, this is Liverpool at their worst in the past say five years. So I, I get the point you are trying to make. Like nobody's saying Curtis Jones, uh, Fabinho. And, saying, and I will not miss the but he's we'll saying this season. I will celebrate this the point season. that we could have won. We didn't win, but yet we could, could have won. But we yeah, could not, also have lost. You're not getting his point, but it's I get what you're saying. But this is not this is not the strongest Liverpool side in the past five years. So but after, after after says, we could have lost. No, no, no. Oh Ram- you're Ram- not Ram- getting his point. Okay. If Ramsdale didn't come to the party today, we could also have lost. Yeah. But that's let me just let me just let me just finish let me just finish this point I'm trying to make. So Obviously, yeah, you're right. Like Ramsey was probably the, our best player on the game, but that's because 
we sat off. We allowed, uh, okay, like I said, when Thiago came on, it kind of like evils out the tanker level. But even before he had come on, Fabio doesn't have legs anymore. We don't even have to go to, let's say, when they lost to Real Madrid 5-2. Just last week, they they played against, um, they played against, uh, what's it called? They played against Chelsea. And Kante, that hasn't played for three years, kind of ran past Fabio a couple of times. Jao Felix ran past Fabio a couple of times. His legs are, are, are finito. Henderson is kind of the same thing. But we just like sat off them and just allowed them to just keep coming. Was running past Casemiro anyhow? You forgot, yeah, like, come on, don't, 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 no, no, no. don't, 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 see, the context is different. What, is what, what's your obsession with Ramsey be coming down. You're actually emotional. You're not getting this, you're not trying to get his point. No, no, like, I, mean, I understand, um, sorry, guys, I understand where Ramsey is coming from, and I understand where Lashim is coming from. Ramsey is saying that, yes, these guys are, you know, average players right now. They are not at their best form. But in Anfield, you know, yes, it's only Real Madrid that, you know, really destroyed them in Anfield, at least in the last one season. As poorly as they've played this season, they really haven't dropped too many points and they've, they've so much better. They are not, like you said, they, they are not better than um, Man City that walloped their lives the other day, last week or so. They are not, they are not better than um, Man U that they beat 7-0 as well, at least. They're not even better than the Newcastle that they beat by, you know, a long goal in the last minute of the game. So, but our beat Bournemouth that they beat 9-0 in, in Anfield and then they still lost to Bournemouth, you know, in the second leg. So, I I understand what he's saying. I understand what you guys are saying. I, I, well. Wait, let, so let me just say, I, wait, hold on. Just just last thing before, because I, it, it is kind of getting long on this point. But I, I get what Ramsey is saying about, like, Anfield is, is a different animal. But if you look at the game, it's like just don't look at don't look at Anfield. Look at the players that are on the pitch. And in the first half, they they weren't getting near to these players, the Arsenal players. That, that Liverpool players weren't getting near to the Arsenal players. And in the second half, at, I personally I feel like Ateta realized that oh the, the stadium is hype, so that means he just automatically assumed that that was going to transmit to the players. And the, obviously the players kind of fed up that energy a little bit. And then Ateta responded by just saying, "Well, let's just sit off them." And now. You have a situation whereby you have the Anfield crowd getting hype, and then you have a situation whereby Arsenal's players are not even they're they're they are throwing with three players up front, or whatever. Like that's that's not we, we don't attack with three. Um, what's he called? Um, Ben Ben White never got forward. Zinchenko rarely got forward or rarely even got close to 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 party. And you have a situation whereby the ball just keeps coming back after you, back to you, back to you, and then you have Ramsdale making making subs. And then obviously Ateta now did the thing whereby Jesus was on the pitch. He removes Jesus. Jesus was tossing with Van, Van Dijk and Konate. And he kept losing the battle. But the thing about Jesus is that he'll still keep going. He's always going to occupy his defenders. You remove him, you bring on Tosa. Tosa is never going to win a duel against Van Dijk. And definitely he didn't win a duel against Van Dijk. And that's just, the ball goes, Van Dijk heads it back. It's, an, it's another attack, it's another attack. At the end of the day, he's going to, it's, it's, it's a cycle. They keep attacking, Anfield gets more excited. They keep attacking, Anfield gets more excited. And you 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 think that, oh, Arsenal, were they were lucky. But it's not because th this Liverpool side is 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 so much better than them. It's because Ateta was, excuse the phrase, but it was a little bit of a card in this game, and yeah, that's why Arsenal lost. But yeah, it's disappointing. Like 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 I, I mean, I think that's that's evidence from from both. Arsenal didn't lose now. 
or, or draw whatever. I mean, yeah, we didn't lose. It was a draw. But it is disappointing, I think, is is quite evident um from both our our, 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 our parts in this. But yeah, you know, it's it's still six points and uh we I say six points, but you know, you you know that you know, City have a game in hand and you would expect them to win that game in hand, even though it's against Brighton. And then it's three points, and then that's really down to the game against the game head to head against Man City. So we'll see, man. But yeah, in this game, I, I was I was very disappointed about Seta with with the way he set up. I, I think he he kind of he kind of played too much into the Anfield atmosphere, and yeah, that's that that kind of backfired. We should have won that game. Maybe he didn't oh. use the last speaker, so I announced to them that they were going to Anfield this time around. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's not when so I feel I get a point. Do I miss this? Rams is okay. Okay, AY. Yeah, KB had his hundred assists this this um this weekend. Um Haaland scored his 30th goal, 29th and 30th goal. The second one was a bicycle kick. Man City is just kicking into gear. This is the final lap and you know they're just getting into stride. It's just like a long distance runner. The last maybe 500 meters, 700 meters, the real champions. He has paced himself. He's in the top two. He's in the top three. He's in that chasing pack. And then at that last phase, he breaks away. Um, Man City, uh, Man City, Haaland, KDB, um, Pep's ability to continue to tinker and trying to find solutions and try not to stick to one style of winning football games. Anyway. Oh uh, well, you 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 said it all. I mean, um, personally, I think um, I mean, it's, I mean, that's that's just the that's what the the maths tell us, right? But um, you know, when City are so close to you, this late in the season, we know what usually happens. So I think the average Arsenal fans prayer right now is that. Uh, City just lose momentum, which I don't see it. This it's has not ha- happening. Yeah, it has happened too many times. Anytime they disclose, I, I don't know. I really don't know. But it's football and it's still in Arsenal's hands. Uh, uh, I think City playing Champions League this week. So maybe rest, you know, rest in this player and that player might, you know, have an effect on, on the team. But Personally, I, I mean, I, I don't see it happening. They play Leicester next week. Leicester are like, what, 19th? Uh, Not wow. <laughs> <laughs> Then Arsenal play, uh, Arsenal play West Ham. Against 11, they will beat Leicester. Forget about that one. That's what I'm saying. I said they'll beat Leicester. Yeah, I said Arsenal play West Ham. Arsenal will beat West Ham. Arsenal then plays Southampton, they'll beat Southampton. They win. How can you tell yeah. Arsenal will win that game? That's not the West. That's not the West. I'm easily. No man, you, no man, you that will draw at home to. <laughs> I think you're forgetting that these these teams are also fighting relegation. So anybody can turn up on the G. Anybody. So I'm not going to confidently beat my chest and say Arsenal will beat West Ham. Honestly, I'm not going to. Top not top four fighters. Don't annoy me. I'm in a good mood. Cry today, cry tomorrow. You're not winning. <laughs> okay, let's guys. Let's now. You're hey, your dream is to not see us win the league. Then let's see how it goes. 
All right, game on. Okay, uh, uh, AY continue. Yeah, so but but City have a game that that needs to be rearranged. That's the Brighton one. So they will probably play that game before they play Arsenal. So and don't forget, after that game, Arsenal still have to play uh Newcastle. Chelsea. And They're Chelsea. playing Chelsea at home. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 the week Arsenal play Newcastle, Man City play Leeds. So that's <laughs> so it's still it's still. See Lampard's Chelsea. What? <laughs> That Daniels gave me the way. <laughs> so it's still, it's still up in. But but you know, if if I'm an Arsenal fan, I just I just you know look at it and say, look, it's still ours to lose. Anything can happen. But if I look at history, I think Man City will get it. Uh, Man City, are, Man, Man City is the team everyone supports when their team is not in the title race. You get what I'm saying? So. Every Man United fan, every Chelsea fan wants Man City to win. Uh, the only people that don't want Man City to win are Arsenal fans, right? And sure. next uh, and next season, if it is between Man City and Man U, everyone will want Man City to win except Man United fans. So that's just it. Man City is like the the team everyone supports when their team is not in the title race. So, uh, but, but objectively, I, I, I think it's, it's, it's more to... Man City now, right now, from my point of view, but they still ask us to lose. So, yeah. All right. Okay. Um, so, so before we jump to the next person, I like to establish this. It is very strange, really. It is very, very strange because this is the very first time, apart from in my past life, a certain easy dogs, a United fan that wanted Liverpool to win the title against Manchester City. So for a, a Manchester United fan to want Arsenal to lose to Liverpool, I mean that for the first time in my life. Because any original United fan should never support Liverpool or Manchester United. And why is United. that? No, why, why, why is that? So uh, why can't you usually support other teams to beat us even when we're not fighting for the Premier United League? So why, why can't you? So when you're not fighting for the title... Yes, a lot of persons want United to still lose so I'm just returning the favor. Why are you sure? That's why you like interjecting me when I'm speaking. I understand it. I love you too, sis. But <laughs> the thing is, I do not expect, I, 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 like, I will never understand why a United States fan would want City to win the title. Because in my right. lifetime... So, since see, so Liverpool is supposed to win it, right? If, if I die today, no, I'm talking about the title, I wake up. There's no way in hell. I don't care who Tottenham is playing. I don't know. Like, if they're if they're playing a team that's my my ex's husband, <laughs> English, whatever. See, I do not. Tottenham cannot win anything in my lifetime. Not and like it will never happen. And then for a United fan to expect City to win the title against Arsenal because you want to spite some Arsenal fans, man, that's gangster. Continue. <laughs> all right, all right, guys. Um, so Ay, um, still on you. Let I'm going to ask you a very funny question. Talk to talk to us about Lazio and why they're so good. Oh, I mean, are they so good? Or are they so good against big teams? I think there's a difference, right? Yeah, number two right now in the league. Yeah, I know, I know, but they they, they tend to uh turn up against the the bigger te- the, the bigger teams. Uh, they beat Roma two weeks ago. 
they beat Monza last week. Uh, Monza is not a big team. They beat Napoli, actually. Did they beat Napoli? Yeah, yeah they beat Napoli. Yeah, yeah. It was them. It was Napoli the Vecino guy. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they do turn up against big teams. I think that's why they're where they are this season, really. Uh, what can I say? Mario Sari is uh, Mauricio Sari is I mean it's a good manager. Yeah, uh, he is. a weird manager, but he's good. And is 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 doing what he has to do. They've got uh Segai Milikovic Savage, uh who is an, an an elite midfielder and we've wondered what's this guy still doing at Lazio? That guy is he's at Lazio because he's an he's an NFT man. It's like you just hear about this guy like he has scored and he has assisted, but nobody has actually like fucking watched this guy play, man. Uh, I've watched him a couple of times. I, I think he's good. I think he's one of those guys that loves the city of Rome. Rome's a very good city, by the way. So uh he, he probably just doesn't want to leave Rome. But I, I think eventually he might, because the way they're looking, I think they'll be in the Champions League, so that's another reason to stay, right? Uh they have they have some decent players. Uh Isarge in defense, Romagnoli, Katadi. Uh, Luis Alberto, uh, Immobile, funny striker. They've got Pedro, the former Barcelona player. Uh, Felipe Anderson, who was uh, West West Ham a couple of years ago. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, he's at Lazio now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He joined from Lazio and then he, he, he's back at Lazio now. So they're not bad, but I think uh, we need to. Zakani. Yeah, we need Zakani. Yeah. Yeah, Zakani. Yeah, uh, we need we need to be uh, we need to take note of the fact that uh, Juventus are appealing their fifteen point deduction, and I think the appeal is going to be heard this month. So, from what I've been reading, there's there's every possibility they're going to be they're going to get their fifteen points back. So if they do get the fifteen points back, uh, they're going to be. They're gonna have fifty nine points, then they're gonna be second automatically. So everyone in the top four needs to avoid being in the fourth position right now because if Juventus get their fifteen points back, they're gonna be pushed to the Europa League positions. So it's it's from what I've been reading, it's it's very likely Juventus get their fifteen points back. So that's that's just a worry for me. Uh, if I look at the match, if that happens now, Juventus. Sorry, will be no, second. they'll be second. Yeah, I was about to say it's yeah. gonna be Europa League, it's be Champions League. No, no, I said whoever is in the fourth. Ah, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. Worried because they will be in the Europa League. So, yeah, if that happens right now, then uh, the the Rome clubs are gonna be third and fourth, and then the Milan clubs are gonna be fifth and sixth. So that's that's the problem. So, uh, we will see how that goes. We need to watch out for that. The the, the appeal. Um, um, let's segue from that quickly. Um, Ramsey, did you see what our boy did last night? Israel Adesanya. Okay, so uh, speaking of his, Israel Adesanya, I knew he was going to win, to be very honest. I knew he was going to win because what happened the first time, he learned from it. I don't want to believe there was any match fixing or whatnot. I think he, he underrated Pereira the first time. And uh, not like he underrated. Maybe he was trying to form, sh- you know, he's a showman. So maybe he was trying to like, okay, you know, he knows what he's doing and then it didn't work out the way he thought it was going to work out. The guy knocked him out. And then this time, if you noticed, when the guy was kicking him actually, 
And then he saw Ilupo, he kicked the guy, kicked him the second time. The guy, guy went down and he went down with him and he kicked him twice to make sure that he's not Jesus Christ. You will not rise again. Yes, I understand today is Easter, but you will not rise again, my guy. So if he did do that, probably the guy will probably come back and hurt him again. So he learned from his mistake the last time. And uh, I celebrated it. I drank to it. And then I I, 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 I feel a lot of pain that I didn't put my money on it because I knew he was going to win. He made us proud. And his speech after he won, man, it was dope. And then my highlight of the game was actually his celebration after he won. The way he cocked the gun and he was shooting the guy from where he stood. Man, that's some gangster shit. I like it. <laughs> like it too. She's gangster too. You know what? That type people. She's gangster too, so she should like it. But well, she's she, my, my fan. They don't really win too much, so they don't celebrate like that. <laughs> like, that's the way most celebrate the win like that. So I understand. I really understand. So she should aspire to celebrate like that sometimes. I lost so. you. I lost you. What were you saying? Sorry. You Why you me? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how much you I don't know how much you going to <laughs> I mean, are you sure that you don't need because the way my you is living rent free in your head eh, it's worrying <laughs> honestly. Uh, okay. but I was not okay. the one I was calling everybody, dropping messages everywhere to talk about uh, I'll snag with to Anfield and then I'll start with So you were pained. I didn't know you were pained though. You, you should have said something. So I'll just spell sorry, you know. Who is who is feeling the face now that yeah. started loose? Okay, sorry. Your 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 take on this one before we wrap up with the NBA quickly. I don't I don't watch you. I don't like I don't like anything combat except for aside from boxing. Oh, okay. and, yeah, so I don't I don't like yes. Yeah. To be very honest, it's, right. okay. honest, it's be banned. All this <laughs> kind of sport boxing, they should be banned. In all honesty, I agree with you. It's a criminal sport. I will used to people to be beating themselves and people are paying money to watch it. I've never, sport. I've never got to ever. They, they need their heads and stuff. It's, it's crazy. On this one, I agree with you. It's a criminal sport. It should be banned. It's nonsense. Have you seen? Have you seen the one that they, they do the slapping one? That is slap. <laughs> yeah, that one is great. See how people slap and then some people are fainting and then some people are excited watching it. That one is crazy, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. All right, guys. Um, one. I'll just I'll just reel up. Um, what's um Ay finally before we wrap this thing up? What's why did Dallas why did Dallas tank this last couple of games? Well, I mean, so I don't I don't think it made sense because they if they drop to the to the bottom tenth, they're gonna lose their pick. To the to the Brooklyn Nets, so I don't understand why they tanked. Okay. I mean, you get you get the point I'm trying to make because yeah, I get, they, I get. They up to the bottom ten, which I think they did yesterday. They're gonna lose their uh, 2023 draft pick to the to the Nets, so okay. it's just ridiculous. Yeah, I, I don't know why they did it, but I mean, they tanked and they they, they lost, and the the future looks really funny now because mm-hmm. we we hearing Donkic wants to leave um but i think i if, if what I, what i feel will eventually happen is i think they're going to resign 
you know who. And then when they resign him, they will um they will trade him to from what I'm hearing, the Phoenix Suns. Talking so, about Doncic asking for a trade. Is that not yeah. dumb? Uh well, I mean, for one, I don't think he's gonna ask for a trade this coming season. He has three more left on his deal. Yeah, so I think uh, I think what's gonna happen is uh, he's gonna try and see see what happens over the summer. Uh, see the moves they make. But what I think would happen is, um, Kyrie will probably sign a max, right? And then the 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 Mavericks will try to trade him somewhere. Uh, we're hearing the Phoenix Suns because the Suns feel maybe they can move CP3 and DeAndre Ayton. Uh, but I don't I don't know. Does does KD want to play with Kyrie again? I don't know how that would work. That's my that's my only fear. Uh, maybe to the Lakers, but who are the Lakers gonna, you know, trade for? Kyrie, are they gonna trade DeAngelo Russell? I mean, DeAngelo Russell is doing very well right now, so that's where I think there might be a problem. But if they can somehow get Kyrie off their books, and they can get someone like DeAndre Ayton, I think Ayton and and Luca would really work. Because the problem with the Mavericks is their defense, really. It's it's not like they're not they're not scoring points. It's just the defense. Uh, anyway, like like I said, I mean today is the last day in the regular season. Uh, the way it's looking right now, there's still some games on, but um, some have ended. And uh, okay, let me see. Um, the this the Celtics have beaten the, the Hawks, and the Sixers have beaten the Nets. Uh, but some other games are still on. The the tables right the table right now is we know all the teams that are gonna be in the plane already. In in the east it's gonna be Miami, Atlanta, Toronto, and Chicago. And in the West it's gonna be uh Lakers, New Orleans, uh Minnesota and uh, OKC. So it's gonna be Lakers and New Orleans. Whoever wins is in the playoffs, and then whoever loses will play the winner of uh, Minnesota and OKC for the eighth spot. Uh, same thing in the East. It's going to be Miami versus Atlanta Hawks. Whoever wins is going to be seventh in the playoffs. And then whoever loses will play the winner of Toronto and the Bulls for the eighth position. So, I mean, it's it, everything is set already. So, yeah. And today was uh, Udonis Aslam's last game. Last yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, saw it. yeah. I think it's got like twelve points or so. Twenty four, twenty four. Yeah, twenty four points. Anyways, an NBA player. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, a, a great player. Though. He played with Shaq when Shaq was 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 on the Heat. The, the first time they won the the title, uh, when they beat uh, the Mavericks, it was on the team. Was he a one team? Was he a one team player? I yeah, I believe so. I believe so. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. With this, with the NBA, we've come to the end of another exciting episode of Between the Lines. I, IBK, that's me. Your host was here. AY was here. Ramsey and Lisa, with their feud, were here as well. <laughs> Rush was here as, uh, as well. Make sure you check us out on uh, on podcast platforms. We drop a new episode every Monday by 10 a.m. Thank you very much and uh, good night. Yeah. God bless. Cheers. Sure. Happy Easter, everybody. Happy Easter. <laughs> Ram-
Ramsey and Lisa, happy Easter. <laughs>